welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core. Something I have not said in a while. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 130, if you guys are keeping score, and we are here to talk about Loki Season 2, which I'm super excited to talk about. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I like that you think somebody is not just keeping count, but keeping score. Of us versus like know. some other reaction podcast. <laughs> well, they've done 130, but these guys only 128. Oh, it's a close one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, maybe it's kind of a race, right? There's podcasts out there that have over a thousand episodes and stuff. And I'm always just like, man, the the like either the like de 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 dedication to do that for so long or the amount of episodes you have to do a week to get to that number so fast is just right wild. We, we both have full-time jobs <laughs> working class people uh but yeah it has been a while since we've been able to record here i think the last thing we discussed on the show was the venture brothers movie which Heck? was a while ago. Um, so I'm, I'm glad Let's to see. be back here for the reactor core. Of course, we do a whole bunch of other podcasts on the whatnots. Uh, you guys can always yeah. go check out. But yeah, venture you're, burrows. You're right. Yeah. July 31st was the last time we were here. here we uh, there's been stuff in the meantime. <laughs> you liked ahsoka i don't know and i do not know that much about star wars i could not join you for that one so yeah we have had a quiet period indeed indeed uh it's also been some time since loki season one melissa how yeah what, what, what was your excitement like building up for season two here i loki was my favorite of the mcu shows on disney plus and i think one of the reasons why is that that show knew it was going to have this season two. So mm, season yeah. one felt a lot better paced than these standalone single season stories. So I thought, hopefully this will just deliver on more of the same and then we'll get a more complete yeah. story. Absolutely. I haven't heard word of a season three at this time. It doesn't seem unlikely. Yeah, uh, we know we, we, we did just get some news this past week that Marvel t TV is kind of shaking things up i think especially coming off the back of the writer mm. strike they are changing the way they make tv shows there was a pretty revealing article about just kind of how they tried to reinvent the wheel for making television shows and it maybe wasn't working as well as they thought it has been um so yeah it is interesting that loki is i think one of two because we know what if was also getting a second season two, yes but like yes those were the only ones that we knew going in there would be a second season to and it did feel more complete it did feel like it had an arc and that the cliffhanger at the end was just like oh can't wait for season two now it's gonna be so uh -huh. good um, so yeah, I am excited. I'm happy to be 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 here. This was also very high up on my I cannot wait to watch this show list. So good stuff. We're finally here. Um, so yeah, this this week we are going to be discussing episodes one and two. That's kind of how we're going to group our episodes on this two episodes at a time. Uh, mm -hmm. so we won't be here week in and week out, but that's OK. 
ain't nothing wrong with that. I feel right. like that just means there's more meat to discuss and talk about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there we go. Melissa, episode one, right back in the action. How did you feel about yes. this first one? I, I really enjoyed episode one. It's what I loved in season one. The aesthetic is there. Now we get to go to all of these new places in the TVA. That's one of the most exciting things for me about this show. Mm-hmm. Rewatching season one in preparation for season two. I'm like, this just looks incredible. I love the look and the feel of this show so much. Yeah. This is a throw it on repeat in the background. Cozy comfort kind of show. So we've got more just wonderful set pieces we get to live in. We get to meet OB, see OB's little yes. workshop, the the loom room, all these new places. And then episode two continues with that. I thought it was interesting that episode one was very seafoam and episode two is very orange. So yes. I'm wondering if the other episodes in the season are all going to have a signature color. We'll go back to like purple for Sylvie or green for Loki or... Uh, like a yellow McDonald's deep, world. Yeah, like a, a, a deep blue for Owen Wilson and his jet skis right out there on the ocean. Hopefully <laughs> the lovely cyan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I I thought episode one was really good. Uh, picked up just immediately after the uh, mm-hmm. events of of season one. I felt like I was right there, right back in the action. Uh, so for someone like me who's always talking about these shows and discussing them it felt just like the next step right i mean it is the next episode but it it just felt like i was right back there and it didn't have to like ease itself back in it was just like bam here we are um so i i i loved that a lot i like that there is this kind of like this this sense of panic uh, because the timelines have changed and everything is in chaos, the timeline is branching and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, it it just it felt hectic. There was it, it was fast paced. It was a lot of stuff just being thrown at at you. But some of this no stuff is fantastic. Like you said, we get to see more of the TVA, um, which I I know it is meant to be kind of this like almost claustrophobic liminal space in this like brutalist government building that exists outside of time and space right um yeah it's it's not even it's not even liminal a liminal space is a space where there aren't supposed where people are supposed to pass through and you're seeing it in a time of emptiness, like a school hallway sure. or like a, a kid's play place after hours. Everything in the TVA seems so crammed. Like there are not yeah. empty spaces. There isn't room. File it's not empty enough to get to be liminal. Stacked everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's it's entirely built for business. I don't know where anybody goes to just like walk, rest, reflect. Yeah, I mean, they obviously don't go down to the the I forget what the room is. The called. automat. Yeah, the automat where they can get all those little pre-made pie slices and 17 oh. minutes per pie. Don't stay yeah. longer. <laughs> Good stuff. But yeah, I, like I I enjoy all of that. Uh, oh, B is fantastic. Lovely. Steals every scene. It's just so sincere. But also 
has this like mysterious air about him that he doesn't mm-hmm. really fit in with the rest of everyone. And, and, and that's both in his like personality and the way everyone treats their job, but also like mm-hmm. he seems like a man out of time in, in, yeah. in the set. Like he's not really ever in one spot chronologically, um, which is something that I think I would potentially say about Kang in the comics mm-hmm. is that he is often like wait has this happened yet is this the yeah. like is this the timeline when this happens and i know there's some theories out there of like is 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 he like the original like man at the end of the he who remains is there something going on with that um but yeah i i i had a blast with these i did think on 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 one hand, as much as I liked the like fast pace of season or, or of of the the opener here to season two, I also know there's six episodes total, and so we're already two. We're a third of the way in, and I'm uh-huh. I'm I'm I don't want to say worried yet, because mm. I, I I trust them to stick the landing on this and i think especially with like avengers king dynasty Mm. coming up down the road i think this is one that they've put a lot of planning into or at Mm. least it feels that way so i think they're gonna stick the landing but it was also like breakneck speed like oh my god what just happened i I think they do the breakneck speed very well especially in episode one when they've introduced this shaky cam like the Mm -hmm. way it is filmed feels very hectic as hectic as the story itself is i think that was a very nice touch that's very immersive yeah they're they they get they get the nice imagery of them trying to stuff all of these timelines into this like nice sacred single timeline right and it's it's kind of the same way where they have all of these ideas all of these new things that they're trying to cram into this one show into this one nice cohesive like here's a story Mm. hope you Mm. enjoy it right um but yeah i i man i i'm excited to see all the different costumes and time periods they go to yeah, it looks like costumes. Uh, we'll be in a few of them uh even here in episode two we go back to what it was 1977 in the main Correct. timeline um and yeah we get to see uh like a, 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 we get to see one of the tva agents trying to pass himself off as a movie star which then just is well there was always a movie star by that name who did that 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 meovie uh which i know is some easter egg to some old Mm. comic something something but i don't Mm -hmm. know anything about all Mm -hmm. of that but it's just fun to to see all of these like what were these tva agents like potential past lives or what they want their new life to be (laughs) have you seen the theory uh, from Eric Voss, who we refer to every episode, practically, <laughs> that Jack the McDonald's boy is a past version of Mobius. I I saw the like the like thumbnail of of that is is like is he Mobius? Does he know? <laughs> right? 
<laughs> what's um, he cooking right yeah exactly um and i i on one hand i can see it but then i also with the way that uh what's his name x5 the way yes. x5 was acting when he was like i don't want to go in there like all that stuff i was even thinking what if that's his older self and he kind of knows it that he was this kind of like nobody mm. who wants to be someone and that's why he went to this other time and place and was like i'm a movie star now right i can be whoever did you, i want did you watch the video or did you just look at the thumbnail i just saw the thumbnail so i looked at the thumbnail and i'm like oh okay but then i watched it and i'm like that's a very good argument i'm on your side now he goes through like yeah here's how the timeline could match up mm-hmm. owen wilson is from here this kid's there it's close to the same regional accent like he goes through the filmic language of this mobius enters the frame on the left jack enters the frame on the left like you can see how often <laughs> they are framed as like parallels to each other it's a yeah. really good case. Yeah, I no, I I don't doubt it. They do some awesome work to like actually put together a cohesive. Here's why it might actually be that. Um, but yeah, man, I I I can see some twist happening like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I also thought the accent that he had also sounded very similar to x5 mm. i was just like mm. huh, okay inter- inter- interesting but yeah we've we got a see. lot of x5 so far for this brand new character we don't know very well yet mm-hmm. indeed indeed um who's the the other i'm you guys know i'm always terrible with names who's the other tva agent the black woman that was in oh season b15 b15 thank you I like, um i like b15 the more i rewatch yeah. the show i'm like she's she's great, great. I, I really want to learn more about her we do get a small snippet of her in that 1977 time period yeah. in this just gorgeous orange beautiful dress is she's stunning right. um but i yeah i want to see more of her and who she thought she was in her past life or who she wants to be in a new mm-hmm. life because that's something i think we should get into here this is kind of more spoilers than we've gotten into already uh, but by the end of episode two a number of the TVA agents have gone into all of these splintering timelines and bombed them and basically destroyed them, chopped them off. Mm-hmm. So we have mostly that main sacred timeline and only a small handful of these ones that are still remaining or are slowly fading. Um, yeah. And so I'm I'm like kind of wondering then what that is. Was that just a way to kind of pare things down so instead of dealing with like oh we have thousands upon thousands to be like we have about 35 and mm. we're probably not gonna get to all of them here in season two we could explore some in a potential season oh, yeah. three or in a movie something like that and just a way to kind of right there is a finite number of, right now the, yes the kinds of kings that we might see mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you can see a limit of 35 kings. Yeah. The, the I thought the visualize. We can see the 
the the visualization of when they prune all those timelines. I don't remember anything in season one exactly looking like that. When they prune those timelines, it's almost like chunks of them have been severed and are like floating away. And we see them kind of dissolving, but it's almost like something is still intact. It is now detached. Like, I don't know if that really means something, but that's an intriguing idea that there is a not a branch timeline, but like a lost severed timeline. If a whole timeline gets reduced down to an inch long, what is that? Just like everyone there lives in a three year loop. Yeah, who who knows? Or it's like the the bego where they just don't remember anything. Oh yeah, behind a certain date, right? True. I again, I don't know if that's like I am seeing a shot of the thing in progress, and then we come back to it next episode, and it's like, yep, all those are completely gone. Or if it is as we saw it, where it's like they've been they're not entirely destroyed, but there's like weird fragments of them that are kind of detached and floating around right. out there. Like, is this something that Doctor Strange could like magically stitch back into the timeline somehow uh, or into <laughs> we're gonna a, take a all, timeline? <laughs> we're going to take all the remnants and stitch that into one carpet together. Like one quilt. You, yeah, this is <laughs> going to do timeline quilts. it's great um yeah do do you have any kind of like lingering questions of things that caught your attention and was just like huh i wonder what that means or i hope they go down this road a little bit more i very interested in that automat with the pies it's and this could just be more weird set dressing here at the Mm -hmm. tva But the fact that it's like, it's all one kind of pie. It's it's why, why key lime? Why this like utterly unrealistic, like neon green jello looking key lime pie? Why do you get one token for a pie? Who gives you the token? Who's in charge of handing out the tokens? You only get one token. You only get 17 minutes to eat the pie. (laughs) Loki and Mobius go down there they're the only people having pie time like is this some sort of regulated like mind control or something what happens if you eat less more or less than your one required pie if you skip the pie or if you do barter for tokens and eat two pies what happens to you do you ascend to another level can you see through the TVA now Right, you can see through all of their mosaics and locate all of the Kang statues that are like hidden behind <laughs> things. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I, I did, did see that uh, the new new rock stars of video just kind of described it as like seventeen minutes is just kind of a like a difficult number to. Yes, like like center your life around like you can't be like, oh, OK, I'm going to do this for 17 minutes and then I'm going to like it just. It's just an odd number in in the sense that it's strange. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if there's else? any kind of significance to that, but I'm OK with it not having a significance. Right. If it's if it's just this, if it's just uncanny snack time, sure. But it's so specific. I am wondering if this has a plot reason for why it's there. 
yeah if there is like a like a 17 year loop and that's when they get their minds wiped it's just you know maybe in an important number for some reason who knows mm-hmm. um something that i'm interested in is more of this handbook this tba handbook yes. uh that ob <laughs> wrote it is just a tiny little j- 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 journal but with the amount of stuff that they're talking about yeah. is in there, that font has to be like like point right, four font. Right. It's not it's not a big book. It's the size of a goosebumps. <laughs> That's right, like yeah. 120 pages. Just, just a, a small little moleskin journal, right? right. Um, and, and yeah, I'm I'm interested to know like what all is in, in there. Is it more of a kind of magical book that whatever page you open to is the page you need you just happen oh, to turn right yeah through. room there, of requirement book yeah yeah um so yeah i want to know more about that i also we've only really gotten to see Renslayer in flashbacks or mentions her and miss mm. minutes they're missing um mm-hmm. or they're at, at least like off on their own who knows what they're up to and yeah, I I want, want to know more about them because Loki plays this audio recording of a conversation between Renslayer and uh, he who remains. I I just keep wanting to call him King, no matter what hmm. version of he is. It he's he, he's just King. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. and it, it I I think implies much more of a relationship i mean i i think we were kind of guessing at that in season one like it seems like they had some kind of relationship something we don't know this kind of puts that like to text of like yes they had seemingly intimate longer conversations um i have even been seeing some theories out there of like is she a kang variant somehow um or like is like miss minutes a part of her soul or is Mm -hmm. like is miss minutes what their kid would have been and it's like i don't know there's (laughs) there's all sorts of dumb stuff out there like Uh, one of those photo booths at a dave and busters where you go in and you both get your picture taken and the photo booth morphs them together here's here's what your kids will look like um, together we make a little southern orange clock well howdy y'all uh yeah i like i i just i want to know what they're up to and that is the thing with only four episodes left i'm like man y'all got some splaining to do we do you, yeah you, you got I, a lot we we know from trailer footage we are going to the uh, like 1893 chicago world's fair exposition we're gonna see victor mm-hmm. timely we're going to see a past Rinslayer variant, a Rebecca T- uh, Tormine back there. We're going to see a weird ghost, Miss Minutes. I'm curious if we're going to get back to the Rebecca Tormine, who's a high school teacher or principal. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I still just want to unlock the, 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 the man, the mystery that is Mobius. Um, yeah <laughs> where's this love from like, jet skis coming from where will it go will he get on one this season we all gotta right? see it exactly i but i i think one of the things i remember from season one that i particularly particularly liked is when they did have those conversations where they just sat down and discussed like 
what time meant in the MCU, mm-hmm. and, and if and if you can exist like this, does this make you a god? What does a god mean in the MCU if he can live and die and be ripped out of the this the the timelines and stuff like like I liked those more philosophical conversations that they had and they didn't even get too deep in them right but they they had these small snippets where they did just kind of stop and sit and eat pie right um and i i liked the conversation they were having while they were eating pie here in episode two of like don't you want to find out what your old life was and he's just like no absolutely not um Mm -hmm. he's like well are you scared that it would be something bad and he's like no i can handle that i'm scared that like it was good because he's 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 like i like what i do here at the tva he's satisfied but what if he could be more satisfied and he's Mm -hmm. kind of scared of that of of like i i like i'm scared of here's one thing that makes me happy I'm scared of losing that and having to choose between these two things. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I just think that it, it, it gives much more depth to his character. Um, yeah. That, you know, maybe he was some jet ski champion and he gets to see mm-hmm. his life and he's just like, Oh, so much better. Right. I could be doing that. <laughs> or maybe so. He he worries like the dream of the jet ski, the constant pursuit of jet ski is more satisfying than actually getting on the jet ski. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the dog that's chasing the mailman that just then doesn't know what to do with itself once it finally catches right. it. Right. Um, yeah, that's 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 fascinating stuff. I, I, I do want to know. Like, well, if he doesn't ever want to find out, do we, the audience, find out, like, through Loki somehow, and we get to know what his past yeah. life is without that, without without him knowing? Um, I think that would be be interesting if they did something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Still also haven't talked about Sylvie. Loki I, Sylvie. I think it's... <laughs> it's very cute that she wanders into a mcdonald's doesn't know what one is but is like i resonate with this thing i could make a home here i could be very good at whatever mcdonald's is and it reminds me (laughs) it reminds me a lot of the anime we watched once for the review show the devil is a part-timer we're literally the devil from another like medieval fantasy realm dimension gets trapped in 21st century Japan, needs a job to live, stumbles into McDonald's and is like, I'm good at this. I'm going to be good at this. I will rule. If I can't rule in hell, I'll rule the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I Yeah, she she's just kind of flabbergasted by everything. It, it She walks in and is, is at first kind of confused with like, what even is this thing? This is not mm-hmm. something they had in as good. I've never it's encountered a grimace before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that weird freaky tree that was back there. <laughs> I love God. the tree. Uh, but, but yeah, just like then like 
I, you, you mean I don't have to hunt this? I, I don't have to kill it myself? You serve it to me already cooked? Mm. Uh, you also, like, hang out here and eat? I mean, well, I, I take back something that I previously said, right? Of, of just, like, she's never been into an establishment like that. I bet you she has, especially in mm. As, Asgard, just be being in some kind of, like, inn or tavern right asgard's gotta have a steakhouse absolutely asgard's steakhouse that's what i want in thor no rules just right right asgard's steakhouse (laughs) (laughs) there what would their what would their blooming onion be uh i don't even know oh a worthy onion (laughs) one worthy onion for the table exactly exactly now do you want that in mjolnir size or do you want that (laughs) i want to know what sylvie's order is you know mcdonald's has been doing these celebrity orders like this is what this is bts's favorite sauce uh this is what Nicole Kidman is for breakfast or whatever. BTS eating video over there. I want, I want this. I want this crossover where I can just get the Sylvie order. Yeah, and it's not specified. If you know, you know what the Sylvie order is. I don't know what it could be. Does she like? What time of year is it? Is the Shamrock Shake there? Yeah. I, I I think I think I saw someone else online saying something about that. And like, what if it was uh, like her meal specifically is like priced in the same way that it, it was back then? So you could just g- g- get a real cheap. Um, yeah, 350 feed a right. family. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, but she's she's like she she turns around and is like taking in the whole mcdonald's and (laughs) uh in more ways than one right because she wants to eat everything she has she's she says i'll take one of everything uh Mm -hmm. but then she's also looking at the people in in there like she sees people working she sees people laughing and having fun among friends she sees a couple who seems to be on a date uh right they they seem to have this like little romantic table over there at mcdonald's Um, (laughs) the lover's table yeah um (laughs) and and she likes it and I can't wait for her to discover Dairy Queen, especially the <laughs> one where a young Peter Quill is 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 eating that. And she goes in there and gets to meet him, and it's gonna be a right, party. right. Just a state away. The timeline yeah. is correct. She, she can. She is the means to get to a St. Charles, Missouri Dairy Queen and meet the Quill Absolutely. family. Absolutely. Um. So, so, yeah, I, I, I like what they do with her because I think that also gives her more of a, oh, you're not just uh, like a female version of Loki. Mm-hmm. You, like you, you are your own character. You have your own wants right. and needs, which sees, I, I don't want to say season one didn't really have that because they do have the romantic relationship between mm. Sylvie and Loki. And there's some like loneliness kind of once between them that way but this is more yeah like hopes and dreams of like 
what what do you want for your life now that you've kind of moved on from all of this stuff here? Yeah. Um, now that you've completed your mission that you have killed he who remains, you have taken down the TVA, you think you've saved these branch timelines and now you're so grateful to be in a living branched timeline with all these people who might have been killed otherwise. How do you express that? And she's like, well, I'll make them milkshakes. Yeah. Great. What a beautiful thing to do. Great stuff. Um, so, yeah, I like I I I I hope we get more moments like that, because that seems to be a theme, even in the like posters and backgrounds that you mm. that you see in the TVA. There is a lot of like. Like, what are your dreams? Like, stay on track. Don't dream. Like, or outside when they're in these timelines, the like posters mm. and stuff that they 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 see how have this stuff of of like, what is your life like? Kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I, I I hope they explore that because I think that then puts Loki on the path to becoming this like anti-hero that we see him become, mm. and then. By the mm. end, he, he, hero, right? Um, mm. So yeah, I don't know. I want to sh- I want to shout out two very good jokes from these episodes so far. Yes, please. Uh, when Mobius has to like fix Loki so he stops time slipping and turning into a bubblegum man, uh, and Obi's <laughs> like, "If you do this wrong, your skin will be ripped from your body." And Mobius is really fixated on that thing, and they go into the control room the computer's all dusty and he's just idly writing skin, skin. <laughs> in the dust yeah <laughs> which i i hope i see out in the wild i hope that's the new wash me on the back of a dirty truck just skin skin and hey we and might I get love... a live action uh skin boy here from uh harrow county <laughs> <laughs> Right, we visit the timeline where Mobius did have his skin ripped from his body, and we've got uh, Slim Good Body Mobius, and then like Skin Sack Mobius. Yeah, he'll he'll give Red Skull a run for his money. Right? How how truly Treehouse of Horror of them to do. And there's a bit in the second episode where Casey meets Obi. I'm happy with the amount of Casey we're getting this season. Yeah. Absolutely. And Casey recognizes OB. Casey has read the, the TVA user manual and he asks OB to sign it. And OB's so happy. Like, yes, I'd be happy to autograph your book. And Casey says, OK, sign your name next to your picture and then I'll draw my picture next to that. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't know he said that. <laughs> it's it's such it's so slight. He just sort of mumbles it. It's just thrown away. I it's so funny to me. That's so that's cute. Great. That's case maybe that's Casey's dream. He's like, I What's look up artist? to OB. Even if I'm just now meeting him, I go, I I I've looked up to whoever wrote this book. I'd like sure. to help out. Bring in Casey, co-author for volume two. Yeah, there you go. That could be be uh, something. Um, I want to see Casey's self portrait. Can he draw good? Right. 
I, 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 the uh, other two jokes that I, I, I liked, I did like the knock knock joke, the like that showbiz one, just because it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. And Owen Wilson knows it. He, but it's, he just, but like, it's... <laughs> he, he looks like he has this genuine laugh. And I don't know if that is actually him having it's... a genuine <laughs> laugh or not, but that is some it's... of the best acting that I have seen Owen That's Wilson also do like... is that laugh. That's the most cutting thing that a gentle soul like Mobius could come up oh, with. Yeah. That is yes, the sickest absolutely. burn that Mobius is capable of. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then when when they are discussing the whole like your skin will come off, but also the like when you do the time jump thing, it looks disgusting. Like you're being mm-hmm. born and dying at the same time. Right. And it's that <laughs> it's the elevator gag. And then he's, he's yes, like, yes. Then you, what do you think? And <laughs> pans over to, to, to this one girl who's just like horrified with I them in their conversation. That's so, that was so funny. I love the camera pan over to you it's didn't brilliant. think about it, but there could have been and is another person in this room the whole time. Brilliant. And that feels like like what the whole show is that it's like we're going to take you to this thing that we never introduced you to, but it's definitely always been here and you just weren't thinking about it. Yes, yeah. we meet OB, meet the automat. What other little nooks and crannies and fun characters are we going to get to see here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly what else to expect from this haze. And I know you already mentioned some things that we've seen based on trailers and such. Um, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, four more episodes. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. So do you have any other stuff that we missed that you want to touch on? Uh, final thoughts? Oh, Anything like that? Really looking forward to Thursday. It's been interesting having these come out at like Thursday at 8 p.m. Because I, yeah, I, I it's been my ritual like that next day. Right. It's been my ritual to watch everything like while I eat breakfast in the morning because it comes out at midnight or 3 a.m. or whatever. But now I actually like. I can sit down at 8 p.m. like with a regular old network television show and watch it at that time, which I haven't gotten to do in a long time. Having like I have appointment viewing now. I can watch it later, but I can also watch it right when it comes out because it comes out at a normal waking hour and not in the middle of the night. So that's nifty. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I think that is about it for our thoughts and stuff for the first two episodes of Loki yeah. season two. Uh, I'm excited for episodes three and four as they come out in the next couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you will see us return in about two weeks time to continue talking mm-hmm. about Loki. Right. Uh, we had some some scheduling things. You were out of town for a lot of the, the last couple of days. So the next episode might come out a little sooner. You know, might come out closer to yeah, when yes, the episodes actually more air. On, more yeah. on, on time for when that the uh, episode four comes out. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else that's going to be uh, on the reactor core feed in the near future. There may or may not be. Uh, and then, of course, early next month is also the Marvel's, uh, yeah, Marvel's next tickets big on sale. movie. 
So yeah, we will definitely be talking about that once the time comes as well. So keep an eye out for all of that stuff. Uh, but Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? Uh, it's still pretty fresh. I've only put one post on it. But you can find me at Letterboxed at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. I'm hoping to explore that more soon. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on most of the social media places. And we are at The Whatnots uh, for most of the social media places for everything that we do here at The Whatnots. Uh, so yeah, please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check out some more of our videos right over there. That would help us out a bunch as well. And yeah, this has been uh, number 130 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.